0: Hi, everyone. This is the first week of my teaching break here in Japan as we are in the middle of the summer holidays. But as all academics know, the teaching break is not really a break from work. In fact, for many of us, this is the time to focus on our research. And for those who are privileged to dedicate most of their days during this break to reading and writing, and I consider myself as one of those, What we come up with during this time is usually what helps us in our promotion. I also consider this time to be the chance to do some activities for our professional development. Is there a methodology that you have been wanting to learn or a research field that you want to be more familiar with? This is a time when our schedules are relatively more open because we don't have teaching duties. Of course, I'm just referring to those with similar schedules as mine, but even if you're not on a teaching break right now, thinking about updating your research skills or knowledge will be good for you and your career. Scholars Unbound is a bi-monthly podcast or video series that showcases the voices of scholars who know no boundaries when it comes to the pursuit of knowledge. You will hear insights from their experiences as international scholars and how these influence their research, hoping to inspire future scholars to be fearless, global, and unbound. I'm your host, Dalia Simangan. Speaking of professional development, last month in July, I had the amazing opportunity to connect with scholars from the Philippines and talk to them and learn from them about the challenges in academic publishing and ways for staying anchored on what we love and what we enjoy the most in our positions as academics and in our research. Divided into two sessions, I delivered a workshop on six modules related to academic research and publication. This is somehow a precursor to the Scholars Unbound program that I'm planning for this year, but the workshop was designed based on the needs of the group. It contains the key components of realigning your academic activities with your academic goal, setting a realistic writing practice that works for you, revising an academic paper, and identifying and overcoming the challenges unique to scholars from the Global South. These modules will be in the Scholars Unbound program as well. And in addition to this, the workshop also included the value of academic conferences and the process of editing and writing for a journal special issue. These two are specifically designed for this workshop as requested when we were planning for it. And in the future, when I'm invited to deliver a workshop again, I will make sure that the contents are the ones relevant or needed by the workshop participants. One thing that I also learned from this experience is the importance of interaction. Despite all the conveniences of virtual communication, there's still some aspects of our social interaction that cannot be replicated online. And I really wish that I was able to meet the participants in person. But I think for the contents of the workshop itself, doing it online didn't water down the weight of the message that I wanted to share and the simultaneous activities that members did for each module. Another thing that I learned from the workshop, which is not surprising at all, is the fact that we have common experiences in academia. Whether you are a student or someone just starting your academic career or someone holding a more senior position in your institution, we share similar challenges in research and publication. And here's where the importance of a community comes in. The value of a community does not mean that You need a group of people to regularly check in or meet or connect to feel better or to make someone else feel better. What I think about a community is knowing that there are individuals out there whose challenges as well as aspirations resonate with me. I may not meet them, but if I hear from their reflections and experiences, it gives me the chance to connect my own reflections and experiences too. This non-tangible but still important connection is what underpins the community that I think of for Scholars bound, And that's why it's important for us to be louder and stronger in our messages. I understand that there are people who are not comfortable promoting their work or sharing their achievements online, and that is totally fine. Don't do it if you're not comfortable. But if you are not comfortable because you think it can be judged by others as unnecessary self-aggrandizing, I am telling you that only those who think the same will see it as such. For some of us who are comfortable with self-promotion, we even appreciate it. So many times I stumbled upon excellent work because the author, for example, shared it on social media. And given the issue of underrepresentation and marginalization of Global South voices in academia, I urge you to try overcoming this self consciousness, if I may say, and engage meaningfully with a community that needs to learn from you and that also wants to connect with you. And that's why I'm forever grateful to the workshop participants who took the time to share with us in this episode their reflections on the workshop. I must thank Associate Professor Chadwick Su of the Department of Arts and Communication of the University of the Philippines, Manila, for this opportunity to connect with him and his department, learn from their interesting research topics that they study and teach, and at the same time, help me build a community that experiences and understands the challenges of scholars from the global south. In this episode, Chadwick and his colleagues, Jesseline, Kenneth, Dechelle, and Roseanne, spoke of their key takeaway from the workshop.
1: I'm Chadwick Kosisu from the Department of Arts and Communication of the University of the Philippines Manila's College of Arts and Sciences. My key takeaway from Dr. Simangan's workshop was the creation of an academic mission statement. All too often, i found myself questioning the purpose of the work that I do. On the day that she brought up the idea of a mission statement, I found that the answer was within me after all. Because I care more about my academic career now than I have ever done so before, I plan to concentrate on the areas of inquiry that truly pique my curiosity. Because our department can always stand a bit more publicity than it gets now, I will work towards promoting the research of my colleagues. Because writing to me is a process of fits and starts, I will be more mindful in monitoring the progress of my own projects.
2: I am Jessalyn Martinez-Basco from the Department of Arts and Communication of the College of Arts and Sciences of the University of the Philippines, Manila. I am currently a graduate student of the College of Architecture of the University of the Philippines, Diliman. To me, the workshop was free-flowing with foods for thought. Among the ideas discussed that struck me the most was doing things with intentionality. Since I am relatively young and new, I have a higher tendency to accept doing several tasks as well as attend a variety of seminars, workshops, and other events because of the things that I can learn from these, instead of being a bit more selective. Although this is quite helpful to me at the present, given the stage which I'm currently at, the discussion prompted me to always think twice and be a bit more discerning. After all, there is indeed truth in less is more. Overall, I found the workshop really fun and engaging, as well as comforting in a way. The learnings are helpful, not just in journeying our academic path, but also that of life in general. Thank you! To Dr. Dalia Simangan, I wish you and scholars on Bound the best.
1: I am Kenneth Resho from the Department of Arts and Communication, College of Arts and Sciences of the University of the Philippines, Manila. One of my key takeaways during Dr. Simangan's workshop was the importance of establishing and actually wording out an academic mission statement, which could serve as a personal reminder when things in my academic career get tough and confusing. Another thing that I am reminded of was how difficult it is for a lot of people in the academe to manage their time. As I am experiencing difficulties in writing my master's thesis, mainly because I also have many other tasks to accomplish as a teacher, it is also good to be assured that any progress counts as progress. To sustain my academic career, little by little, I am trying to manage my time well, and hopefully I will have finished writing the first draft of my thesis by the end of this year.
3: Hello. My name is Station Nicole Parrocha. I am an instructor at the Department of Arts and Communication from the College of Arts and Sciences of the University of the Philippines, Manila. I attended both of Dr. Dalia Simangan's two-part workshop for our department a few weeks back. And here's my key takeaway from the Scholars and BOM program. Overall, the program reminded me of the importance of introspection. We began the workshop by crafting our own academic mission statements. As simple as it may seem, given that there were templates to help us start, I found that it was a great way to reflect on my research interests and why I thought it would be worthwhile to look into those areas of inquiry. For one, I was reminded of my advocacy. I was able to take a step back and recall my whys and my so-whats. You know, why do I do this? Why do I dedicate time for this? And if I do discover answers to my questions, so what? What is it for? Who would it help? Who is it for? Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The activity kind of refreshed my memory and redirected me into this optimistic point of view, as if reminding me that despite the tedious process of this part of the job, there is a pot of gold at the end of this very long and steep rainbow of information or data. Uh, I'd also like to highlight the part where we had to fill out the matrix regarding our writing habits. It was quite comforting to see that some of us share the same not-so-healthy habits or maybe we tend to do the same Uh, delaying tactics when we feel a lack of motivation or when we get easily distracted. First it's comforting to see that I'm not alone and at the same time I'm thankful that those obstacles to writing uh, were actually acknowledged in a manner that isn't judgmental. Uh, Being able to point out those weak spots only means that we know which habits need improvement and that's where I find helpful the tips on how to move forward. Also, I appreciate the worksheet because it was a concrete material that is easily customizable. Uh, Overcoming the challenges we've just pointed out seemed more achievable. And then it was indeed helpful that we were not just given, you know, blanket statements as advice. We were actually given a tool and a really helpful one at that. In general, those areas in the program that encouraged introspection were the most remarkable for me. I felt encouraged to continue working hard and to continue setting aside time for research writing because I at least know how to gradually overcome challenges in writing or research in general. And because I have recalled the purpose of research with regard to my career and my life passion. So, thank you, Dr. Simangan. I hope your program reaches more people.
4: Hi, I'm Rosen Hilario from the Department of Arts and Communication, College of Arts and Sciences at the University of the Philippines, Manila. As I listened and participated in Dr. Simangan's lecture and workshop on research practices, I was encouraged to be more mindful of my own practices, and the way I organize and plan not just my research process but my daily and weekly activities as well. I learned that conducting research is not only about the final output itself. It's all about going through every step of the process. Like first, creating your own academic mission statement. Second, um, establishing the foundation of your reason for writing. And third, figuring out your writing habits and making necessary modifications to better them. I think what's most important for me is that last one. I learned from Dr. Simangan that your attitude towards your work and your writing greatly affects its content and its duration. According to her, you do not find time for writing. You make time. This is very significant for me because it has been very easy for me to say that I'm not in the right headspace or in the right mood to write at a certain time. But the thing is, I learned in the workshop that it's important to prepare yourself beforehand by taking um, the necessary steps, no matter how little, just, just to get yourself moving, just to get yourself going. This will help you build muscle memory in writing and research work. And eventually, I learned you will get to the part where you can easily say, I will start writing, no matter how short. I just I just have to do it. And so I'd like to thank Dr. Simangan again for such a fruitful workshop. And I can say I have already modified a few of my habits in writing.
0: I hope that their reflections give you a glimpse of what the Scholars Unbound program has to offer. If you're interested in organizing a workshop at your institution or joining the Scholars Unbound program later this year, please visit the website www.daliasimaman.com forward slash Let's amplify each other's messages for a more visible and inclusive academic community. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider leaving a comment or rating at iTunes or any of your preferred podcast hosting platforms. For details about upcoming episodes and how to support the Scholars Unbound project, visit dalyasimangan.com scholarsunbound with a link in our show notes.